This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. During the weeks of March 13th and 20th, MMWR published data on key domestic and global public health issues. Let's take a look at the week's headlines. First, data from 11 U.S. communities find that 1 in 36 eight-year-olds were identified with autism in 2020. Second, the COVID-19 pandemic has disrupted progress in early detection of children with autism. Third, CDC recommends video directly observed therapy for tuberculosis, enabling more flexibility during treatment. Finally, a U.S.-led global effort has dramatically increased the number of people receiving life-saving HIV treatment. Welcome, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's Weekly Briefing, where we'll dive deeper into the headlines. The first report we'll discuss looks at how common autism is among eight-year-olds based on data from 11 U.S. communities. Autism is a developmental disability. It is characterized by deficits in social interaction or communication and the presence of restricted interests or repetitive behaviors. Early identification can help children with autism be connected to needed services to give them the best chance to reach their full potential. The analysis found that one in 36 eight-year-old children were identified with autism in 2020. The new findings are higher than the previous 2018 estimate, which found a prevalence of one in 44. And for the first time, autism was more common among children from racial and ethnic minority groups than among white children. This could suggest improvements in equitable identification of autism. However, it's too early to know the cause for this shift. The second report describes trends in autism among four-year-old children from the same 11 communities. This report shows the impact that the COVID-19 pandemic has had on early detection of children with autism. During 2020, four-year-old children were less likely to have had an evaluation or be identified with autism than eight-year-old children had been when they were the same age. These delays can have long-lasting effects for a child developing language and social skills. These two reports highlight the importance of sharing any concerns about your child's development with their doctor. CDC's Learn the Signs Act Early program provides free resources in English, Spanish, and other languages to monitor children's development starting at two months of age. Acting early can make a real difference. The third report highlights CDC's updated recommendations for treating patients with tuberculosis. Directly observed therapy, or DOT, for tuberculosis treatment involves observing a patient take medication, monitoring the patient for adverse events, and providing support for treatment completion. DOT has typically been conducted in person. However, scheduling in-person DOT can present logistical challenges. CDC investigators reviewed the evidence and drafted recommendations that assessed clinical outcomes of individuals who were provided video DOT during treatment for TB. 
a review of the published evidence found that video DOT results in similar, if not slightly higher, levels of treatment adherence and completion. CDC updated its recommendations to recommend video DOT as an equal alternative to in-person DOT. It can reduce time and costs for patients and providers, provide greater flexibility during treatment, and improve patient satisfaction. Providers treating patients with diagnosed TB disease should discuss the benefits and drawbacks of both approaches with their patients. The last report highlights the impact of the U.S. President's Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief, or PEPFAR. PEPFAR began providing antiretroviral treatment for HIV worldwide in 2004. Between 2004 and 2022, the number of people with HIV on life-saving treatment through PEPFAR increased 300 times from just 66,000 individuals in 2004 to over 20 million people in 2022. The report also looked at rates of viral suppression, or how many people living with HIV have their virus under control. Viral load suppression prevents transmission of HIV to sexual partners and helps reduce the risk of transmission from mothers to children. During 2015 to 2022, viral load suppression rates increased from 80% to 95%. Building on and sustaining these achievements will help eliminate HIV as a global public health threat. That's all for this briefing. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to MMWR at cdc.gov MMWR to stay up to date on the latest scientific information. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.